Welcome back to Range Anxiety. No intro music because we're in an archaic shitbox today. That's right, it doesn't have Spotify. It doesn't have all of the good things that we all listen to. 30 years and probably could be my last epicast having rope been around a block in this thing already. Welcome back, Mr. Paul Howson. Hey, world. Hey, Marty. Hey, babe. And guess what? You're about to hear it fire into life. Come on, Paul, fire it up. I'll, in introduction first, here is Wuhan. <laughs> <laughs> oh. What's, what's with that fan? Okay, now wait, wait. This is all part of, anyone can guess what car this is. Hear that? That is the sound of a check engine light in a Holden. Adventure Paul, put it into gear. Let's, Let's go. Let's do it. The Wuhan war whistle is on song and it's finished and it's sort of staggering around. Hang on, everyone. Oh, yeah, here we go. Oi, look at that. I can hear grinding of bearings. I can hear, yep. like, yep. The, it, yep. anyway, back to the point here. Last time we spoke about this car, it yep. was making no boost. What Correct. did it make? Like three pound or something? It, three pound if you beat the living daylights out of it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all we could get. So what do we got now? We, we, we're we thinking 10. We're thinking 10. <laughs> yeah. We, we've got a gauge mounted, but you can't always see that gauge, so... Yeah. It's, it's under the bonnet. It, we cable tie it to things when we why, need to see it. Why didn't you get one of your um, Wuhan uh, turbo engineers and stuff him under the bonnet? <laughs> he, he can text you. Yeah, they were worried about the heat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they call him a bonnet burner for nothing. That's it. Um, so where did the extra boost come from? Yeah, we found that the, the uh, blow-off valve was actually um, vacuuming. We, well, we don't know. It was coming open. It was basically blowing open, even though it was supplied boost. We Where, don't understand. So you're applying boost to hold it shut, but it was yeah. blowing open. Yeah. Where did the blow-off valve come from? <laughs> Same place as the turbo? Lots of stuff came from the internet. Okay, via, so. via someplace we can't pronounce. Wish. Yes, well, well you can say that. Don't yeah. get done speeding along here, no, I know, right, you know, yeah. because this thing is just like a, you know, it's like a, a beast. Like a racehorse. <laughs> can't hold it back. <laughs> That's just, it. Just like a horse, a bit light, as someone famous used to say. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, so basically the problem with the blow valve is it had a hole in the diaphragm. Possibly, yeah. We haven't even pulled it down to inspect yet. And it probably didn't even have a spring in it. <laughs> that that's, could be the case because it was similar to the wastegate. That's a different story. See, all the springs were in the wastegate. There are too yeah. many springs and not enough springs in the other. But basically what we've done is we've kind of blanked it off for now. So yep. we don't have a blow-off valve and this thing is purring along quite nicely. Listen to how rotten and rattly it is. I mean, this is a 360,000 mile or whatever it is, 390,000 mile, 300,000 plus kilometre old LS1, it's actually surprisingly tight considering you know, what a clag box these things normally are at this age. We, we have given it a bit of love. We've spent a bit of time going over it and, you know, like kind of spanner checked here and there. And <laughs> <laughs> did, you, we, did you find anything loose? Uh, mainly everything related maybe, to the maybe, exhaust. Maybe go left because that's a 5.0 yeah, over Yeah, that, that's the police. So, yeah. Yeah, let's go And the 5.0 in uh, Australia are pretty... Um, or especially in South Australia, don't like stupid cars like this and good on them. <laughs> Fair enough. And so it yeah. does scream half width from about. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Right. It, it does look, I don't know what you call it, this that auto. Rustic. Guitar. Rustic. That's it's got it. some, all my mates yeah. that have like uh, Streco, for example, like you've heard of him before and these happy cars that have rusted out Porsches full of chicken wire and bog. They, they call it patina. Yeah, this has got patina. Yeah, this has got patina. 
Argentina. Yeah, and street cred now. This is no more like got funky cold Medina. It's a little bit different. Um, and it's got street cred. It's tough. You know, you're basically a street outlaw now, boosted LS, street cruising, ready for pinks at any stage with anything. Exactly. Next stop, Burnside. Well, <laughs> I hear, I hear um, don't give away where I live to all the listeners, please. Um, it's a big suburb, that's all right. Yeah, Find yep, me if you yep. can. Um, look, I mean, you've got to admit, Martin, you... You were sort of, I don't say doubtful, but you did laugh a lot when we told you what we were going to do. What yeah. are your thoughts? I'm still laughing. <laughs> it's, it's funny. Look, it's, but it's funny that it's good. No, no, not at all. It's well-trodden ground. <laughs> Basically, you've both been around cars for a long time. Yep. You're bloody qualified. If you couldn't get it going, you need to be strung up. <laughs> True. They right. wouldn't impress that word. It's only that, exactly, it's only the tuning that was ever going to let you down. But because you had a base file from the Maestro... Yeah. Um, uh, the, you know, that was, that was, geez, that's horrible. Oh, oh listen to a whistle. Mate, that's like, that's like uh, special fry with noodle. <laughs> um, okay, so, yeah, what, the, the, what, base, yeah. the base map was there. The base map is sound and that's all good. It's the finer details. Okay, it's tell the, us. T- it's t- the 30 years of tuning that I'm missing out on. Yeah, well, you're, you've got the 30 minutes. I yeah, don't know, 30 exactly. Years, but, but it actually runs all right. So why, why are you being critical and what problems have you actually encountered? The problems I've encountered are seeing it rich at one end, lean at another end, and whenever I play with it, it seemingly doesn't change. It stays that way. It still comes across as rich and lean in areas, yet the raw fuel dumping out that exhaust will uh, sting the okay. eyes. Okay, what are you measuring your F-Fuel ratios with? I've got an AEM wideband yep. that plugs in via the CAN bus. So, And where, where is the sensor? Uh, just prior to the cap. So it's in the it's down pipe? Yep, it's in the dump pipe, yep. Okay, you shouldn't be seeing any spurious readings with that. You should no. be getting good. You should be getting good solid readings, really. I am. They are. They look excellent, but they're not matching the the um, the commanded that I've told it that I want to see. Okay, now when that happens to me, because you can get spurious data, yes, inconclusive. Yep. That's what doctors like to call it. <laughs> oh, am I've got a week to live. Well, that's inconclusive. <laughs> Has this engine got a week to live? No. Possibly. No. Um, are you cross-checking that? The first thing I'd be doing is, do you have any factory O2 sensors in it anywhere, even though they're turned off? No. No, we don't. Put a factory one back in it and just monitor its narrow band voltage because you'll see that that will drop to its rich side of the narrow band even if your, your AFR is showing lean and you'll just know you're getting a spurious reading on yours right you get me so you can tell and you can also have a look at the injector pulse width in milliseconds well that is the other thing that i i've had to get creative with this runs the <laughs> lsa injector yeah and i just found some data off the net that well you're kind of just taking someone's word for it aren't you it, yeah it's someone put into a spreadsheet the yeah. data they felt that we'd need and i put that in well it runs it does it runs good how much knock are you seeing? What are we doing with the timing control of this thing? Because that there is the key. I had the high-octane table reset to the factory when we weren't making any boost, right? Well, that's probably good because the advent, normally that's an instant way to kill your engine, but the advent tray is tuned from back, factory that retarded and that poorly that it would probably match up with that's, like a turbo That's match. exactly right. And after we found the 10-pound the yeah. and we took it out and 
tested it. Tested it. Yeah. Tested it. I found we only had one or two degree of knock anywhere, and I've slowly but surely been um, weeding them out. So, so well, what sort of timing number are we seeing on the noise at the top when that whistle's happening? I've pulled that back to about 13 degrees. Wow, and it's actually getting 13 as a final delivered after corrections? I, I reckon, yeah. Yeah. Um, the, <laughs> the maximum knock we've seen since I've played with is, is still probably less than one degree now. Yeah, which, I, I would suggest my experience on 9813 is a little bit too much. Is it? Yeah. You know, I see, but we were using smaller turbos than you. Not yeah. a lot, but yep. you know, we'd always be around the eleven mark. But it also depends how okay. how much actual boost and how much power you're making. Yes. You know, because if you're making um, reasonable, you know, boost, you, you 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 won't support the timing. But you're obviously not because your boost gauge, you know, is very intelligently located under the bottom <laughs> where you can where you can never see it in the engine bay but when you're driving. When I am logging, we do have HP tuners hooked up and yep. uh, I am checking that as we're, as we're driving and the one thing you can't do on our test locations is stay wide open throttle for very long. It's called the street, that's why, yeah? Uh, some would call it Private, yeah. some, <laughs> some yeah. might call it the street. All we know is you're a pair of dickheads. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well that's what I mean. You, Thanks, you, Jazza. You've got to take it easy, you can't yes. be foolish. Stick no. to the speed limit. No, don't ever do anything stupid on the no. road. This is why we've got roll racing. And I take it you're entered next round? Uh, as a tow vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> what, it's going to tow itself? <laughs> no, yeah, well, that's a, that could be it too. It's going to be a hermaphrodite car, is it? Racer and tower. No, we, we've still got a little bit of fine tuning to do, I'm sure, before it gets entered into any event. Okay, that is what I like to uh, describe as the tuner's book of excuses. A cop-out. I used to use that when I was not confident about anything I'd ever done. <laughs> oh, no, we've still got a few details that we've got to, you yeah, know, get across out. here, iron out. Yep. No, that means you know holding it at what for that long is going to incinerate it, isn't it? Oh, I wouldn't want to be involved. <laughs> <laughs> Spoken like a true tuner, I like that. Although it is only 280 metres at, at wide open throttle. Not you? even. Yeah, well, there you, there you go. Yeah, yeah not even. even. She nearly became a victim of the Wuhan. She nearly <laughs> went into that slicer and dicer on the front of this thing. Um, but Mark hasn't got any aspirations of, uh, of entering roll racing but no so why, so why, why actually build it you build like an outlaw street warrior like you know i'd expect mcfarlane to make you an offer, an offer on this at some stage um so why build it unless you want to get out there and mix it up uh, it was just i think you said it the other week when you knocked up that box of crystals that you, you call a polarizer <laughs> no but at least that it, works it was like a Yours was a, a kids' school holiday project. Well, this, this is kind of along those same lines. Adult school holiday project. <laughs> exactly. Look, it's worked. Um, it's worked none too badly. But you see, you've reached this crossroads here. Listen to how this thing rattle and vibrate. It ain't no Tesla. This could be an awful bloody sound when they hear this one back. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, listeners. Yeah. That Donnan's recording studio. Well, it was made in Elizabeth. Yep. So go easy on it. You in probably, 2005. You probably helped bolt this bloody thing together. I would have been there. Yeah. Yeah. You, you and I was there. You and the owner. Yeah. Um, correct. Have actually been yep. there. Could have been responsible for the paint. <laughs> <laughs> That's well, flaking off. In well, I was going to say there isn't any left. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. So okay, we got this thing, and here's where you reach a crossroads with any build, right? Yep. And the build, uh, the, the, the crossroads you've got is this: when 
and is it actually finished? You see, because oh, listen to this thing; it's horrific. It's you're not bad road. You're not. Yeah, <laughs> you're not actually delivering it to a customer, so you don't have a sign-off well, point. Well, yeah, well, that, that's right. But that, oh, don't tell me. Don't tell me you've sold it to someone. No, no. This will and always will remain the development vehicle. <laughs> so, oh, are, is a development vehicle ever actually finished? Yeah, it's our R&D test bed. Normally when they go out of production, so this was finished 10 years before it started. Yeah. Yep. You know what I mean? So, so this is its second wind. And, <laughs> but you're also saying to me it's your prototype, your development for yes. what? Well, we went out yesterday. We went oh, to a, was it yesterday? We day before, sorry. Went to a wedding. Yes. Picked a couple of lads up on the way. Yes. Guess who's interested in a Wuhan war whistle kit? One of the fellas from the from the wedding was actually impressed enough to inquire about availability of the pricing Phillips, the, of the Phillips Performance Racing, and as long as we could keep that pricing below, oh, I think it was about three hundred dollars. <laughs> I'll take a dozen. <laughs> Honestly, as romantic as it sounds, because it does give you some validation for all of the work you put in, and you know the hard slog you've done. Yeah, and. It's always nice to be validated in terms of money, but don't ever do it yourself. <laughs> That's why. Look out, we're about to hear some more turbo. Oh, oh it's got dose. Coppers too. Oh, no. Oh. oh. <laughs> How's that for dodging a bullet? You dosed them. You dosed the 5.0. <laughs> this was nearly going to be the most epic, epic yeah. cast ever. How quiet did that go for a second there? Oh, I was going to say, did you, did oh, you hear that, dear. listeners? And what was that? <laughs> that was the sound of assholes puckering. <laughs> oh, oh. Do you reckon no one gave us the stare down? Yeah, he did. Yeah. Oh, hang on, you got lights behind you. I oh, know you haven't. <laughs> <laughs> he was wondering where the noise came from, I reckon. He was. He was yeah. looking for some cheese grater in a <laughs> ET turbo pulsar. Sorry, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> you nearly lost it, brother. But well, we won't be going that road no, again. let's not go there and, and, again. and we won't be unleashing that turbo. <laughs> no, oh, God, no, that's no, going to be so much fun to listen back to. <laughs> but that's 250 in about 10 minutes. They yeah. must know this Word's thing's around. on. Yeah, Word's Word out. Has Word's around. out. Yeah. They know it's on the street. They know it's rolling There's heavy. There's a beast roaming. There's a beast made of Chinese turbos and silicon. Yeah, no. Nah. That came together in the end. That we, we're more than happy with what it is. Yeah. It's a, a low-buck, budget-build, school-holiday project, if you like, that came good. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you kind of remind me of, um, uh, what's his name, that famous YouTuber, um, Rich, um, you know, that does all the Tesla stuff. Anyway, I'll think of Tesla stuff. Yeah, he's pretty cool, and he buys wrecks, and he can fix oh, them, and... I'm Puts sure LS is in them, doesn't he? Yeah, he's done that too, yeah. <laughs> Has fights with the big boss. And yeah. Anyway, you, you, I reckon what you guys should do, forget making turbo kits because it's a really shithouse thing to be is dealing with people that then have them. And, yep. you know, after 400,000 kilometres, they want to come back for warranty because since you touched it, my left rear tyre went yes. flat. Yes. You and Phillips, because you've got the head for radio, should 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 be fa become famous YouTubers. There's a thought. This, yeah. this in itself could be a whole series. Well, it could, couldn't it? <laughs> no, normally they do like one bit of wreckage. Yeah, normally they do. Yeah, we'll go in the other direction from yeah. any yep. um, potential law enforcement run-ins. Even though you were only doing the speed limit, I was. it was making a horrific noise. And look, this is a noise that makes. Do it again. Oh, don't do it. Oh, I can feel the ringlands. 
Hey, you like my... Oh, dearie, mate. There's no smoke out the back now. That's a good thing. It's probably run out of oil in the sun. They did an oil change last night. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, had to. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of that was um, 98. Oh, right. Yeah, you get that. Under yeah. 98. Yeah. No, that's all right. But, I mean, traditionally a turbocharger, particularly set up like this, is softer on the rods and it's a bit harder on the pistons obviously the way you've tuned it but softer on the rods <laughs> than a big normally aspirated application certainly much more so than a supercharged application if you go and have a look at cylinder pressure and auto cycle engine yep. which is what this is you'll see that there is a cushioning effect to this kind of boost on on the conrod well this this turbo is a little large for this application you'd say wouldn't you 45 which is why you can support the, the timing you can it, well, yeah, that's true, but it also means that it's softer down low, doesn't it? Because it's yeah. not brutal. No, it's nothing about it is brutal apart from the smell of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. But the, the the Achilles heel, as I've said all along, I still think is this trans, this all-wheel drive system is going to be... It feels great. Sorry. It, it, it does now. But these 4L60s, yeah. they're fragile behind a, a 100 horsepower, oh. not a 1,000 horsepower thing like this. What? Alright, I might have added what? some GST. <laughs> you, might have, you might have added an extra bloody zero is what you might have added, mate. Um, I think you'll be pleasantly surprised as long as you're not stupid with it. I would put an external cooler on it. Yep, that's definitely on the cards. Yep. And just drive it so, you know, in the interim before it's externally cold, just drive it with your head. If you drive a 4L60 with your head, they normally don't break. Yep. If you drive it like it's a race change, you'll smash it instantly. But I reckon, um, providing you can teach your owner how to drive it properly, because we did have a discussion about that earlier. We, we did, yep. Um, you will end up with this thing being quite reliable. Listen to it. It's just... Oh, isn't it? Sounds it? classy, doesn't it? Yeah, it sounds like a it cross between um, really old-school VL Turbo and 186S. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where the 186S comes in, but that VL Turbo, yeah, we since we've deleted the blow-off valve, there's definitely a bit of dose going on. You don't need, you don't need the blow-off valve. No, and again, look, I saw um, uh, the lovely officer's face. He appreciated the dose too. <laughs> he did. We all yep. appreciate a bit of, bit of dosing from time to time. Blow-off valve. The only thing I ring think that you would need that for is it will reduce the chance of blowing the hose off is that right well pretty much in this application i mean the turbo if it lasts a month anyway you're on a winner so don't yep. worry about like, yep. you know back back feeding it boost shop store the shafts made out of a bit of old railway track so you're not going <laughs> to snap the shaft basically you, you you're putting yourself just in line with pressure spikes on the back off and the boost you're running it's not going to do anything anyway yeah, okay. So any good race car doesn't have a blow-off valve, right? No. That's no. for kids. That's, that's that's what we thought. And it's just for the sound half of the time, anyway. They uh, get some fancy one from the, the local part supplier and make a loud noise yeah. every time they lift Look, off the gas. This is what we like to call a, a minimalist turbo system, yes. isn't it? Yes. You know, we're not, we're not going for production. Uh, well, you are going for production, but you're not going for... Australian design rules and mission compliance, <laughs> I wouldn't have thought. No, it's one of those low volume builds. Yeah, bespoke, yeah. we like to call it. <laughs> a low volume as in the volume was one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and bespoke, so everything's handmade. 
But look, I've got to give it to you. It does drive quite well. We've done probably 10 miles, 20 k's in a while. I've been talking, or maybe not that much, but nothing's fallen off it. The thing hasn't overheated. It hasn't pissed its pants. So I put that down to a fantastic bass tune. Now, do you... You don't have water-cooled core in this, do you? No, it does not. Well, that's no. really good because remember that's where they always to break the fittings off. Yes, yeah. They get brittle and there. The end, yeah, cooks, yeah, cooks that bit of hose right at the end too. Yeah, yeah. Too close have, to the turbo. You'd have to go to Teflon braid and, and uh, exactly. Look, there's yeah. nothing wrong with having hose close to the turbo there if it's Teflon, but because it was all trapped in on the bonnet burnery part of yes. that area, it just yep. never got a chance to recover. Yep. This, this thing to me, yeah. the only thing that I see yeah. is us driving around now. I've been driving quite sedately. Yeah. Minus one or two little excursions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we've got the fuel usage down to 21.7 litres per hundred. So, um, guys and girls in the States, it's about eight mile per gallon. What's your thoughts? Oh, terrible. <laughs> but, you know, they weren't a lot better standard, mate. I'm telling you, these yeah, things are horrible. This, right now, we, we think we worked about me a market. This is about 2.3 tonne. Yeah. Something. So yeah. it's still lighter than a Tesla Model S. Let's put it into perspective here. Yeah. 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 It's got um, more cylinders than a Tesla Model S. And, and look, and it might not go as well, but it's got a ton more cred. <laughs> you know, people yep. people see you come and they'd be frothing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, or, or nervous. Or nervous. <laughs> or in the case of the um, local constabulary, just, just a little bit furious. <laughs> furious. Um, but yeah, look, the economy isn't bad. Uh, I, there's a few things I want you to do. Yep. I want you to um, spend more time just in this part of it, like the open loop part of it. Remember, you've got no more O2 trim control down here. Yes. So do whatever it takes to do, even if it means getting a new sensor for your AEM. Yeah, we need to just work that out, how to get that data into that. Yeah, we need to get the data into the box. Maybe yeah. you need a polarizer. There's a thought. You need to fit this with a polarizer to protect the transmission to line up on a frequency <laughs> and vibration. Yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of that. <laughs> as you can note out here. So I want you to work on just the low-down economy. It doesn't drive too bad. I have, yes, listeners, I have driven it. Yes. Reluctantly, I'll say it's not too I've bad. I've never seen you look so frightened. Yeah, well, I was just frightened something was going to like come out and eat me. Um, so, yeah, we will. I want you to look at that. I want you to have a look at that general startup thing. I want you to work out why you've got a check engine light on. I mean, you've got a bloody yeah. scan. I mean, it, yep. it, 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 there's a reason, right? Yeah, there is. And yeah, <laughs> you know how we drive it like we stole it. Yeah. It, funnily enough, it comes up with a theft deterrent fuel something or other. Well, it is in Barrowfield Gardens at the moment. <laughs> yeah. The car's nervous. Yeah, there's a lot of... And it was built in Elizabeth. There's a lot of people around with siphon hoses. That is the only fault that comes up when we do a scan, and it, it seemingly is nonsense. It's Yeah, that, that is. Um, and the theft deterrent signal, yes, that you could be on your way to a bit, bit of a BCM crisis here. Oh. Body control module crises, I think. Okay. And that's just a sign. Yeah. Of things to come. Yeah, yeah, but okay. don't worry about it. Just drive yep. it like that forever and do what a lot of tuners used to do in the old days and some of the Lincoln poops still do now. Just put some tape over the dash for <laughs> the warning. Yeah. Yes. How do we get rid of that beep, 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 beep noise? Uh, there'd be a speaker in the dash. Just oh. cut it out. Right, stick a screwdriver through it. Stick a screwdriver through it. Yeah, just like slip when you're putting on the new turbo in a week's time <laughs> and go straight through the interior. Awesome. No, no overall, look. I must admit, it is fairly impressive for a first-time conversion, but, you know, the re listeners are going, Martin, you're being way too hard on them. No, 
these two peckers have been playing with turbo cars for a long time, so there was no excuse yeah. to get it wrong. You've owned a turbo LS1 for bloody ever, what, 15 years or something? Yeah. Mark's had a twin turbo. Mark's had a twin turbo, but they were both beautifully engineered systems because the guy behind them was a bloody genius. Yeah, they were magnificent. Magnificent was one word. Yep. Just not bespoke enough. (laughs) But no, no, look, everyone, I hope you enjoyed listening to that. Thank you. We did, me and Wuhan. And and so did um, Officer Plot. He enjoyed the the dose noise. Exactly. I could see he was looking for the car that he he came from. eh? He was. He was always darting around. Yep. Uh, lucky we're opposite Krispy Kreme. There was a distraction. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thanks for listening to Range Anxiety. Send me some feedback if you have to about this one. If not, I'll forgive you and tune in for more next time.